Thanks for listening to Summit PA Sermon Audio, weekly teaching from the Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania. SummitPA.church, every life made different. So good to see you this morning. Welcome to Summit Church. I'm glad you're here. My name is Mel Massingale. I'm one of the pastors. If you uh, are new to Summit, I want to help you with something. This is the format of our, our worship experience today is not what normal looks like for us. Um, we adjust the service a little bit, and you guys, to be honest with you, you're getting ripped off because you only got to see two baptisms today, um, but we're, we've got 15 in our next service, so that's pretty exciting, and we've got 25 overall, so yeah. So because of that, we adjust the format a little bit, and we want to make sure we give enough time and... Uh, and so there's several videos in the next service. And so what we do is we adjust the service flow a little bit. And so on baptism weekends, uh, specifically like this one, um, I, I usually preach or share for about 10 or 12 minutes. It's much shorter. And some of you are like, I wish it was baptism weekend every weekend, Pastor Mel. I know, I know. Um, but I'm glad you're here today. Um, especially when to welcome our guests your guest, if you're here to, to see somebody you know or love be baptized, we're so glad that you're here. Uh, I also want to welcome all of you that are watching online today. Thank you so much for worshiping with us. We really do appreciate it. Um, I haven't been able to, uh, we've had a lot going on over the last few weeks, but uh, man, God's been so good. God's done so much. And, uh, and I'm excited to share some of that with you here in just a few minutes, but I want to jump into this passage that's kind of been on my heart over the last few weeks. And I felt like it was appropriate for this weekend for baptism. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, we were in a series and we talked about this idea that to live, you must die. And there was a passage that I couldn't get to, but I felt like it was so appropriate uh, for this weekend that I want to share it with you. And we're going to start in Romans chapter 5. And it says this in verse 20, Paul's writing to the Romans and he says, God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. So... We wouldn't know how sinful we are except for the law. So in the world we live in today that says you've got to live your own truth and know, you know, be true to yourself and, and all these things, what we're trying to do is take away an objective standard of truth or what's right and wrong. And what Paul is telling the Romans is, aside from that, we would not know that we're sinful. If there were no standards, if there was no law, then we wouldn't know that. But he said, God's law was given so that we could see how sinful we were, not to shame us, but to see that we have a need. He goes on to say, but as people sin more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So as sin increased, so the King James Version said, where sin increased, God's grace increased uh, all the more. Grace did abound much more. And, um, and I love that. And we'll come back to that in a second. He goes on to say in verse 21, so just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So sin was the rule of the day, but then Christ and his atoning work on the cross, it broke the power of sin in our lives and it allows us to be free, to, to have true life in Christ Jesus because of what he's done. So then we move into chapter six and he says, well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? And this is a rhetorical question. He says, should we sin more just so we can see how good, big God's grace is? And he says, of course not. 
since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? So he said, if we've died to sin, as we say we have in Christ Jesus, then how can we continue to live in sin? Um, and, and I talk to Christians a lot who will presume on the grace of God. So they'll say something like, um, I know this is wrong, but I know God's going to forgive me. It's like, ooh, that's dangerous. Because what they're saying is, I know God's grace is increasing, so he'll cover me. And that's a dangerous place to be in, to say, no matter what I do, God will forgive me. Um, because that's not the heart of a follower of Jesus. The heart of a follower of Jesus says, my heart is grieved when I do anything that grieves him. So I, I want to avoid sin, not he's got this covered. Uh, and that's the way many people approach their faith in Christ Jesus. It's a get out of jail free card. So he says, do we keep on doing this? He says, no, no, we're supposed to be dead to sin. Verse three, he says this, or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may have new lives. Verse five says, since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. I know so many people that are looking for life. They want to find something that will bring vitality and bring energy and bring enthusiasm. And what we see over and over and over is there is no life outside of Christ. He said this in verse four, we also may live new lives. We can live new lives, but we can't do it apart from Jesus. Since we've been united with him in his death, we'll also be raised to life as he was. And this is the thing. He talks about baptism and baptism is a powerfully symbolic um, part of our Christian faith. And what he's saying is we are one with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. And this is what baptism symbolizes. It symbolizes uh, us dying to ourself, dying, uh, killing the sin, allowing Christ to do that. And we are buried. And that's when we go under the water. We're buried with Christ. And then we are raised to life just as he was raised from the dead. And we experience new life in him. And as, as I was thinking about that passage, um, a verse came to mind in John chapter 10. And Jesus was uh, ministering. He was doing his thing. In John chapter 9, he found a blind man um, and he decided to heal him. And I love how Jesus does it. He literally makes a, a spit mud pie. He spits in the dirt, pats it into mud, and then he wipes it in this guy's eyeballs, right? Like just cakes it on. And the funny part is this guy was blind. He didn't have any idea what Jesus was doing. But I can imagine the people that were watching him were like, oh, that is so gross, right? And he wipes it in his eyes and he says, now, now go over to the pool and, and, and wash, wash the dirt out. And the guy goes and he washes the dirt out and he's, he can see he's got a sight back. And so he's celebrating and people are kind of freaking out and they're saying, man, this guy was just a blind beggar and now he can see what happened. And people are asking questions and the, the, the religious leaders, the Pharisees hear about it. And they suspect it's Jesus, so they go to him and ask questions. And I think it's funny, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. I can imagine they said, who was this? What did he look like? And he was like, dude, I was blind. Okay, I don't have any, I can't give you, right? I don't know what he looked, I don't know who he was. He didn't identify himself to me, I'm not sure. So they, they, 
they can't identify it was Jesus, but they were upset. Uh, they were upset for a number of reasons. They said they were upset because he healed on the Sabbath, but really they were upset because of who he was and what he represented. And so later Jesus comes back to this man and he says, um, hey, do you, do you believe in the son of man? And he said, I've no, I don't know who that is. And Jesus said, you're looking at him. And he said, yes, I believe. And he became a follower of Jesus in that moment. So Jesus has this conversation with him where he basically calls out the Pharisees. And the Pharisees are there. They can hear it. And he, he, they say, are you calling us blind? And he said, no, 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 no. If you were blind, that wouldn't be a problem. But you've claimed to see. That's the problem. See, they were religious and they claimed to have life, but they were really dead. They had no life, no vibrancy, but they said, this is how religious we are. We go to church every weekend. We have even gone through growth track. That's how religious we are. We have, we have done all this stuff. Here's how religious we are. And Jesus said, no, 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 that doesn't matter. If you claim to be alive, but you're dead, you're in trouble. If, you, if you're really dead though, you're in good shape. I can work with that. So then he goes on to tell this story in John chapter 10. He, he tells this story about, um, about him being the, the gatekeeper and he's the gate and he, he identifies himself in this way and he calls himself the good shepherd. And he's comparing himself to these religious leaders. And it's interesting because he's calling us sheep and he's describing how he cares for his sheep. And he says this in John 10, 10. He says, the thief comes only to still kill and destroy. I came that they have my, may have life and have it abundantly. And it's interesting because when you think about a sheep, I don't think about abundant life. I think, man, these sheep, they're stuck in a, a sheep pen or they're just wandering the wilderness, right? But the, the function, the role of a shepherd was to protect the sheep, provide for the sheep, and to lead the sheep. And if I think about what I really need in my life, I realize that it's all found in Jesus as my good shepherd. That's life. He, he protects me. He provides for me. He, he leads me. Everything I need for life is found in Jesus Christ. And he says, yeah, if you will understand that you're the sheep, and yes, there are parameters, and there are guides, there are fences in place, there are walls in place, but those walls are in place to protect you from the enemy. See, the we think life is all about freedom and everything we get to do and now I can do whatever I want, but no, 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 life is found in provision, protection, and, and leadership. Jesus is doing these things for us. He's leading us well. He's showing us who he really is. I love what the, the blind man said when they questioned him. Tell us what happened. And he says this, he says, okay, I don't know what happened, but one thing I know is this. I was blind, but now I see. He didn't have the answers. He didn't know what happened. He just knew he had an encounter with a man that changed everything. And the reality is some of us need an encounter with a man that will change everything. Um, I love watching baptisms. And one of the things that's interesting about baptisms is, um, you know, people's reaction when they come out of the water. And I love it because some people, uh, it's funny, some people are concerned about their hair, or, you know, but then there's some people that are just, they get this look of joy in their eyes when they come out of the water, this excitement, like, wow, right? Um, when I was a kid, I, I was deathly afraid of, uh, of drowning. <laughs> and um, 
I remember it distinctly one time, and I'm sure my mom is watching this right now. We were at a lake, uh, some sort of family gathering, and I don't remember exactly where. I was little. I couldn't swim yet, uh, but I, I distinctly remember I had a Planet of the Apes inflatable ring, like old school Planet of the Apes. And I was in this ring, and I was floating, and I remember drifting a little further away from my mom, and I drift a little further away, and I drift a little further away, and I was starting to get nervous because I didn't know geographically how water worked, but I remember thinking, I'm floating out to sea. Like, I was imagining that I would float into some shipping channel, you know, boats or barge, you know, going by me, and I'm just floating in my you know, Planet of the Apes ring out there in the middle of the ocean, and surely I'm going to die out here. I don't know if you've ever um, been held underwater before, but you felt like you're going to drown. You're just looking for a breath. And the second you get just a little bit of air, and it feels so good to get that breath in, doesn't it? When, When people go under the water and they come out and they have that moment where they go <gasps> and they breathe the air in and their, their lungs are, are flooded with oxygen and all of a sudden life is happening. And I think so many people need that spiritually and they don't even know it. They, they, they need the, the flood of oxygen to their lungs that only Christ can provide. They need life that only Christ can provide, but it only happens when we're willing to die and lay ourselves down. See, some people, maybe you're watching this online, maybe you're here in the room and you think, that's great, that's awesome, that's good for the people baptized, but that's not me because I've done too much, Mel. If you knew what I've done, I don't even know if I could come to church here because of what I've done. Man, I've been part of things. Uh, Things have happened to me. I I mean, Mel, it's been horrible. I don't know if I can be forgiven. I want to remind you what we read just a second ago in Romans 5, 20. I'll say it in the King James. Where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. And what that means is no matter how sinful I am, no matter what I've accumulated in this scale of sin, because that's how we think about it. We think about it in this scale where my sin is on one side and it outweighs the grace of God. What it says is this, where sin abounds, where there's a ton of sin, guess what? There's more grace. So no matter what you've done, no matter what you've perpetrated, no matter what's happened to you, no matter how far you've run, you cannot outrun the grace of God. Since the beginning of time, God has been in hot pursuit of your soul, chasing after you. Every step you've ever taken away from God, Jesus has taken the same step with you. He is chasing after you. And if you'll stop and turn, you're going to run right into Jesus Christ. The love of Christ is pursuing you even now. Because where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. So I'm telling you, there's forgiveness there's love and there's hope for you today. I'd like all of us to bow our head and close our eyes together. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that it shows us that we can't outrun your grace. 
that the Lord, there's no sin that will take us too far, that we go outside the bounds of your love. So God, thank you that you demonstrated your love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you that at our very worst, you loved us. So God, I pray for those that are here that feel like maybe they've gone too far. Maybe their sin is too great. Maybe they can't be forgiven. They can't be loved by a a perfect God. Help them to see that, that you do love them today, that you are crazy about them today, that you are pursuing them today. So God, help them to see that, reveal that to them. And God, I pray that you would help us, those of us that are are believers, God, help us never presume upon the grace of of God. Help us never presume upon your grace and think, well, we can take advantage. God, help us to be grieved when we grieve you. Help our hearts to hurt when we hurt you so that we would not sin against you. Now, with your head bowed and your eyes closed, nobody's looking around. If you're here today and you'd say, Mel, you know what, the, the... that grace that you describe that brings life. I want to experience that. Because maybe you're like one of the religious leaders. Maybe you're like one of the Pharisees that you look the part, you look good, you do all the things you're supposed to do, but at the end of the day, there's no life in you because there's no relationship with Jesus. There's not an authentic walk with him. And you recognize that. Maybe you've grown up religious your entire life, but you recognize right now in this moment that there's no life in you because Christ isn't in you. If you'd say to me, Mel, I want to know life. I want to know Christ. I want to experience his grace. I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want to pray with you. So if you want to be included in that prayer and you say to me, Mel, pray for me. I want to know that grace that you're talking about. Would you slip your hand up real high where I can see it? You can put it right back down. If you'd say, Mel, pray for me. That's me. Yeah, thank you on my left. Who else? would say, Mel, that's me. Pray for me. Yeah, thank you. Up in the balcony, I see you. Praise God. Who else would say, Mel, pray for me today. I want to be included in this prayer. I want to know the grace of God and experience new life. All right. I'd like everybody in this place, whether you raised your hand or not, to pray this prayer with me. Say this out loud, because the word of God tells us in the book of Romans, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So I want you to pray this prayer with me out loud, whether you raised your hand or not. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me and for giving Jesus, your only son, to pay the price for my sins on the cross. From now on, my life is yours. Lead me where you want to go. Take care of me. Protect me. Provide for me. I trust you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, come on. Let's give God a round of applause today. Listen, the word of God tells us you're a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. We would love to help you take the next step in your faith journey. So if you raised your hand, if you prayed that prayer, whether you raised your hand or not, um, I would love for you to take a next step. And it's really simple. So if you would, uh, do one of two things. You can either text Summit PA to the number 94000. And when you do that, we're gonna respond back to you. Uh, You can select the prompt that says salvation and take the next step. We're gonna get information in the mail to you. We're gonna help you grow in your faith. Um, 
If you're watching online, do that, and we're going to help you find a church in your area. If you're not around Indiana, we'll help you find a church that you can connect with and find life and growth in. If you're here in the room and you'd rather, you can take the card out of the seat back in front of you. Fill out the card. Let us know about your decision to either rededicate your life to Christ or to, to, uh, to find salvation for the first time, maybe. Let us know about that. And then take it over to Information Center when we finish in a moment. And they're going to give you a, a Bible. And they're going to give you some resources to help you take the next step in your faith. So thank you for that. Um, here's what's going to happen right now. Uh, I'm going to invite some of our staff, some of our pastors, and some of our prayer team to join us here at the front of this room. We're going to sing a couple more songs together, and uh, and we're going to worship the Lord. And I want to encourage you, this is not your dismissal. It's not time to go yet. I know normally that's what happens here. But we're going to worship a for a few more minutes together, and then I'm going to come up, and, uh, and I'll close this out. So... Here's what I want you to do, though. I want you to worship God. I want you to go after him in these next few moments. And if you have prayer needs of any kind at all, no matter what it may be, we would be honored to pray with you. So please take advantage of that. Our team will be here ready to greet you and connect with you and pray with you. So please take advantage of that as we worship together. So why don't you stand to your feet and let's worship together a few more minutes.